For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19 I want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I'm excited about our episode today. I've invited a very beloved friend, Brooke Frick, to share her story, and you are going to laugh at some of the things she shares. Brooke, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, Brooke, I'm going to give my listening, our listening friends are going to get a little introduction. She is the mother of five, including a set of spontaneous twins. And she, she get, she gets what it takes to succeed. By succeed, she means having on real clothes before the day is over. And she lives her life with her hands full. And I love this. I'm just kind of reading from her bio. She says, I'm an expert in wiping bottoms and making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, preferably not at the same time. She is a mother and wife and a woman to lean in and encourages women to lean into living a life worthy of the calling of Christ in the middle of chaos. I I love your book, and I'm eager to talk about it, Brooke. And I, I just want my listening friends to know I am also a subscriber to your website. And I wrote the Aww. email. Oh, yeah, I know. You'll see that. That'll probably pop up in your emails later today. Um, I just, I meant to write down, tell me your email address, because I know it's we talk, people are going to want to sign up for your blog. Oh, yes. Yeah. So my website is, um, it's just my name. It's www.brookfrick, and that's B-R-O-O-K-E-S-R-I-C-K.com. I feel like I always have to spell those ones, those words. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. And I think it's important to notice this. There is an E on the end of Brooke, but if you put that E on the end of Frick as well, you'll get a whole different person. So yeah, that's important. Right. Put put the E on Brick, yes. Brooke and not on Frick. Not on Frick. Okay. Yes. I did it. I did it both ways, and it's just easier if you do it the right way. Okay. Yeah. And then the other. I want to read you one more thing from her bio. Because I love this. We're in for a treat because she shares stories of investing in the kingdom of God all while hunting for retainers and avoiding laundry. <laughs> okay, Brooke, I've been so excited to have you on the show. First of all, I love your book. I know, I'm so lucky. When does it come out? I forgot. 
Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. It comes out September 8th this year, so um, I'm excited about it, too. It's a, it's a long process, as, as you know, but, um, yeah. but it's a good one. <laughs> well, okay, so it comes out September 8th of 2020, so I want my listening friends to be looking for that, and I'm going to tell you why. But I, I'm a writer, so I know how hard it is to write a book. And and if I didn't know you already from our friends at Cross River, Brooke, I would be really jealous of you right now because your book reads like it was easy to write. I mean, you share such funny stories in it that, uh, you know, when I read the, I got to read the pre-manuscript, which is so fun for me. It's part of the, part of the little bonus or perks I get from working so hard to write a book myself is I got to read Brooks ahead of time. And, uh, but I got to tell you, I've read, I read it. It's a devotional, so I was supposed to read it one day, do the devotion, save the next story for the next day, and this is so bad. I read it cover to cover. I couldn't put it down. So I guess... I know. I guess I'm going to have to go back and, you know, do it one day at a time like you're supposed to, but uh, when I was getting ready for the show, this was probably a few weeks ago that I read the book, and then when I was getting ready for the show today... I pulled the quote because at the time I pulled quotes that I definitely wanted to talk about in the in our mm. talk today when you tell your story. But I get chills. I mean, I just read your quotes again and got chills again. Mm. I don't think you mm. meant it. I, don't, I bet when you were writing, you were not thinking this is going to give people chills. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as I as I read back through it, sometimes too, I think like this is just. God, you know, like, and not that I'm God or anything like yeah. that, but like to be able yeah. to just like, like I have to remind myself of the truth that's in there sometimes, you know, so it's not yeah. me. It's like God reveals these, these things to our hearts and I just captured them and, and wrote them down out of the place of where I was, you know, and the struggle and um, how hard it is and how God just keeps reminding me and bringing me back to him. He's the source, not me. I can't do it. You know, I wasn't meant to do it. You know what? Own. I I love it. There's at least one devotional that's just devoted to that idea that God is strong in our weaknesses. I want to, I'm going to give you a little direction here because I, I actually have, I have an opinion about which stories you tell. You, you told so many, I actually had to figure out which ones I thought my <laughs> listening friends would, you know, which ones they would really grab their heart because they're all so good. So I wanted to, I wanted you to start because since we're talking about your story, like, how did you ever get to this place where you're about to have a published, be a published author? And the rest of us are going to be feeling very insecure because you also have five children at the same time. So I want you to, I mean, that could really, that could just ruin my day to know somebody is that successful, especially, especially if you pretend like you're perfect and it was easy for you, but you don't do that. So tell us the story about, I love this one, Grace and the man on the airplane. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so Kathy mentioned I have five kids and we had them within six and a half years. So the twins helped, you know, put us over the edge for the wow. fifth kid in that short amount of time. Otherwise, I don't even know if that's almost, that's almost not humanly possible, but, um, one after another <laughs> like that. So they were really close together and, you know, God just like kept, you know, bringing me back, like I said to him and I just, I can't do this on my own. And so we were coming back from a trip, um, to visit my family. We're in California, there in Virginia. We were flying all the kids out there. This is when I was pregnant with twins. So we just had the three boys at the time. And, 
you know, we were flying out there. We already had it planned. And then I found out I was pregnant with twins. And so we decided to just deliver that news in person. And, um, you know, we get there and we, you know, deliver in person. Everyone's shocked. And, and we had a great tra- time, just a great visit with family. I think it might have been Easter. And we're, we're on the plane going back home. And, you know, our kids have already adjusted to being in Virginia, being with family, staying up late, uh, three-hour, you know, time difference. And now we're on a plane, you know, flying home. And so they were not on their best behavior, my three boys. Not that they, you know, are always these well-behaved children. But, but even then, we were all kind of, like, on that last, like, leg of the journey. Let's just get home. And, you know, throughout the airplane ride, of course, with five of us, too, we also couldn't all sit together. So ah. we were kind of, swap, you know, swapping seats a little bit. And yeah. I think our three boys were, were just, like, ahead of us in a row. And we were, like, diagonal from them. And so my husband had uh-huh. to keep going over there and saying, you know, don't fight over crayons or movies or whatever it was. And, um... So, of course, you know, people are watching. You're in close, connected quarters with all these different people. And um, I didn't really hear a lot of their comments maybe that they made throughout the time. But I just remember as we're walking off the plane, um, you know, we're grabbing, like, we had blankets and I don't know about pillows, but we have jackets, so much stuff that we're grabbing and we're walking off the plane. And I just hear this voice from the background, you know, definitely loud enough for me to hear, um, like kind of directed at me but not specifically talking to me and he said i think you need one more kid and uh laughed and he was, it was so funny and i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna cry because here i was i was already overwhelmed when i found out we were having twins because like you said they were spontaneous it wasn't something we were trying for and i had three boys that were you know i think my youngest was he wasn't even two yet because they are about two years apart my twins and him so he was like Gosh. six, seventeen, eighteen months old, and then we had, you know, three-year-old, no, wait, four-year-old, five-year-old, I think it was. So they were little, wow. and so he said wow. that comment, not knowing, you know, not knowing that there's there's two little baby girls in my in my belly. I was like eight weeks or ten weeks pregnant, um, and so I just wanted to cry. You know, I think like a tear kind of came down uh, on my cheek, and I just like walked out. I didn't turn around. I didn't say anything in response. And you know, you get a lot of comments as a mom with lots of kids. And most of the time, they just go right, you know, over you, and you just kind of, you can walk on and, you know, raise your head and, and keep going. And that, that moment was just really hard because he spoke it, the truth to what I was feeling of like, yeah, how am I going to do this? I don't know what guy was thinking. <laughs> you know, why, why giving us two more kids? You know, like, I'm overwhelmed already. And, um, so that, that, that definitely stung. Um, but it was a, a learning point, too, if, you know, that man didn't know that. He didn't know I was pregnant. And, um, you know, whether his intent was good or bad, um, you know, I just forgive and you move on. And you just um, take those comments and realize that, you know, people say things and they don't know, you know, the circumstances behind them. And um, God was, is these girls is a, are a beautiful gift to our family. And even while I didn't see it at the moment, I was overwhelmed with the idea of it. Um Gosh, God has such good plans that are so much far greater than our own, you know. So um, just in, in remembering that when you feel down and you feel like, how yeah. in the world am I going to do this, you know. We, I'm going to interrupt you because we only have about a minute. These segments go really fast. But um, I, I want to quote this because this is kind of how her book reads. If you are interested in a new devotional, I'm a big fan of this one. 
in, in her book, she said, by this, I'm reminded that so many of us don't know the whole story, but feel compelled to speak in anyway. And I, I just thought that was so insightful. I, I have spoken often when I probably didn't realize my words would be misinterpreted. But as we go to the break, don't forget, I'm going to do a blog with Brooke's information on it. So you'll have all the hyperlinks at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. And we're speaking truth with a Texas twang. So stay with us. When we come back, Brooke and I are going to talk a little bit more. I'm going to ask her how she fell in love and, and how they are managing their beautiful life now. And you're going to love what they have in store. There's some good stuff coming up, so stay we with We don't us. want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help, but sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know Mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, we're talking to, welcome back, we're talking to Brooke Frick. She has a book coming out in the fall of 2020, Hands Full. And I love this book. I got to pre-read it because that's just part of working with Cross River. They do things like send me free books that I get to read ahead of time. So I'm pretty excited about that. And, Brooke, I love 
I love your book. Handsful is such a fun devotional for young moms. And I always pick one out for my girls. And I think yours is going to be the winning book this year to put in their stockings. Because every page had a story that I think young mothers could relate to. It was so precious to me. Congratulations on such a good book. Thank you, Kathy. That's just a huge honor to hear that. And I hope that I hope they see some find some encouragement in it. <laughs> well, they will. I know my girls and they're just gonna laugh. One of my daughters has five children, so I totally get where you're Ooh. coming from. It is a lot. Yeah. Hands hands full is the right <laughs> word, the right title for that book and for her life and your life. Okay, so I don't want to cheat my, my listening friends out of a chance to hear your love story. Can you tell me, what was it about, like, y'all didn't know you were going to have five kids because the last set was twins. So did you right. know ahead of time that you wanted to have multiple kids? Like, how? what was it about him that made you fall in love? Well, you know what is funny? Um, we did not plan on having five kids, which we only, we all thought three or four, which five is really not that much more but it feels so different and even saying it sounds way different but um but I met my husband actually on a short-term mission trip in Los Angeles I I did some inner city ministry I know I I don't know if you know this story but I did some inner city ministry in LA um after college I did it for like nine months and he came with his college he was still in college and he came there for his spring break and so so it's it's a long story, but we met that one week, and it's cool because we were volunteering at, like, you know, homeless shelters together, um, after-school programs for kids that were homeless, and all this kind of stuff that was really neat. And I do remember him being so good with kids, and oh. it's so funny that I think about it now. Like, I didn't, it didn't register too much with me then, um, but the thing about my husband is he's horrible with babies, but <laughs> he's really oh, no. good with kids. Um, no, he's not horrible. He just babies scare him but thankfully I love babies um and so we're a little bit a little bit opposite in that way where I like just love that newborn phase the baby phase and he's like I don't know what to do with this thing (laughs) um then as they become kids and they stop listening to me then he can he takes over I mean we're a good team We, we both help of course but um I feel like he has more patience for that you know um that three, four, five-year-old who just wants to do the opposite of what you say to do. <laughs> that is so interesting. He's such a good balance for you. And I noticed that as I was reading your book, one of the things he told you was you just couldn't do it all and and that you had to have some help. And so you talk about that in your book. You talk about getting some help. I wanted to read one thing, a quote out of that section, because I think young moms you know, I remember trying to do it all myself and we were always on a tight budget and my mother-in-law's, my mother-in-law and my mother both live in Tyler, but many people don't have that advantage of somebody they truly trust to keep their kids. So I liked, I liked what you said. He wasn't telling you you were a bad mom or a neglectful one or that you weren't smart or capable of loving. He, you knew he believes all that about you, how awesome you are. But here's what you said. I was trying to fill five little cups of water with an empty pitcher. Sometimes our cups runneth over, but what I found as a busy mom of young children is that more often than not, my cup runneth dry, and I do need help. While it feels like failure to admit it, it isn't. It's just reality. And I love that. And then you wrote 
also, friend, if you're feeling overwhelmed like me but a little defensive about it, I understand. And I would reach across the page and hug you if I could and share my Kleenex. Not a used one, of course. That would be gross. But you could pull one from my box. Okay, she writes like that through every page. It's so your book is so funny, Brooke. I just loved it. It was so real. Thanks. Thank you. I mean, really, Kleenexes are an issue. You can hardly find a dry clean one when you have. I had just three at one time. Well, my husband always says I can't. I'm sorry. I said toilet paper too. We use that. Yeah. Yeah. My husband always said that I couldn't go around telling people we were surprised by William, but we had given up. We wanted, we knew we wanted more kids, but we felt that we probably weren't going to be able to have any more. And he came 10 years later and I always say, well, he's still surprising me. (laughs) You know, we had the two girls, they were easy. And then I had this son that's a lot like my personality. So he's still a surprise. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you about something else. And, and I'm so lucky to know this about you. And you've written about it in your blog a little bit. Let's go over your blog site. So to sign up for her blog, you go to www.brook with an E on the end, frick, F-R-I-C-K dot com. And in your blog, you wrote something I wanted to share with our listening friends, because I think I actually know two families that were planning to do this. So you were planning this in the spring of 2020 to get an RV and travel across the country with your children. Mm -hmm. And then COVID (laughs) hit. And this happened to my good friends here in Tyler too. They had, they were selling their house. They were getting rid of all their furniture. They were about ready to get their RV and boom, suddenly they couldn't go anywhere. There was nowhere to go. So, Mm -hmm. um, Talk to me a little bit about that adventure, and is it on hold? Will you do it next year? What have you got planned? I know. It's crazy. So we bought our RV a month before, like, everything the world shut oh, down. No. You know, I say. Um, so we already bought it, but we weren't moving out of our house. But now, actually, we are an escrow officially with our house. So we are oh. moving out. Yeah. So, um, so that's exciting. And our plan, you know, it keeps changing just like the world keeps changing. Um, but I think that, you know, we'll be in the RV maybe for a little bit, uh, um, once we move out, probably the end of the summer, and then we will, um, we'll either be in the RV or try to find some kind of temporary rental for a few months because we do still plan, again, this is Lord willing and what all happens, but on trying to leave in January of 2021 and hitting the road and, um, traveling around and visiting family and seeing what national parks are open and, you know, seeing what goes, and uh, you know, it's, it's funny too. Just have to mention this, but I know it seemed like a horrible mistake when we bought this RV in the spring, and then now in the summer, um, I've been reading other things about like RVs are going like hotcakes or whatever. Like people oh. are buying them because it is a way to be able to travel in your own little. You have your own bathroom, you have oh. your own kitchen, you know. So, but but again, we're you know see what happens because as as cases spike and stuff, you know things more might close down again and they might you know be stuck at certain RV parks not able to travel. But so that's why I say it's like a day by day, you know, week by week. We'll see <laughs> what happens. But we still have the RV and our plan is to go in uh, January. I'm just amazed. I mean, you're such a brave soul to put five children in an <laughs> RV. How old are your kids now? So now my oldest is 11, and then there's 10, so 11, 10, and then almost 7. He's still 6, 
Um, and then my girls are twins. The youngest are four. So really, it's, yeah. it's a lot of kids, a lot of people. But we're at a good age, I think, to be doing this. And they've got a little bit more stamina to, you know, do those longer days and hopefully some hikes. And But it is a little, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> wow. Y'all are so brave. Um, how, do you, I mean, you have beds for, of course, my brain is thinking of all the practicalities. Like, where do you sit? Where do you sleep? Where do yeah. you put all the books? Yeah. In my family, we have to have a special bookcase. I know, I know, you know, I'm, I'm like still figuring that out. We have our RV parked right in front of our house right now. And I'm like going back and forth, like, okay, does this bin fit here? And what about this? And yeah. we're about yeah. to take it on a weekend trip. And so we'll, we've taken it on one or two so far. And so, but it's obviously different when you're going to be living in it all the time. So I still have no idea how everything's going to fit in there. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. We do have enough beds. We have like the bunkhouse in the, in the RV. Um, and you know, our kids are small <laughs> enough that, that they can share, you know, they can share the bed up top and, but it is going to be tight and it's going to be an experience for us all. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for doing that. What an adventure. And, and the great news is you're such a great writer. You'll be blogging about it. I hope. Is that the plan? I hope it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do hope, definitely hope to write about it. And you know, it's kind of fun and I, I want my kids to write about it too. I've been thinking oh, about yeah. that. Um, even just as part of their homeschooling, because we'll be doing the homeschooling thing, which that'll be a whole new adventure as well. But, um, you know, it, it's something I have, I've always dreamed about. I remember hearing about a family that did it when I was in my young yeah. 20s, and I thought, man, that's just so cool to drive around the country to show your kids all the things that we wish we could see. And, you know, we won't see it all, but as much as we can. And um, I just think it'll be something we'll never forget, you know, and hopefully they'll look back on with fond memories, you know. Well, don't forget to put Texas in your track, and we definitely want you to come stay yes. with us at our house. We'll give you a shower that's not in the RV yes. even. <laughs> that would be you amazing. Can, we will love that. Your children can stretch out in real beds, and we'll put you at a table with real chairs. That'll be awesome. Yay. Uh, no. You can cook in a real kitchen. I'll cook for you, but you can cook in my kitchen if you wanted to because I don't like the kitchen that much myself. Um, okay, so I had... I know. Don't forget, I want to be on the trail. Let's yeah, see. I really would sure. love to meet all your children. That would make me so happy, and your husband, too. Um, yeah. I had something else I was going to ask you. Now I've gotten so distracted by just imagining you in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine us. We'll be there. Oh, I know. I want to be sure and tell you, don't forget, I did this homeschooling uh, when in 2020 in the spring when COVID first came out. A lot of people were panicking about their homeschooling, and we homeschooled. We actually are big believers in all education, so we did homeschool, public school, private school, the whole gamut. Oh, they're telling me I have one minute left. Look for my homeschooling stuff because I did a month of homeschooling lessons that were real organic, very, very hmm. easy, not, not hard at all, and they yeah. would fit really well into like they'll help you formulate a plan for your homeschooling that'll be simple we have one yeah. minute left or less i want to thank everybody for listening in i'm going to give you brooke's stuff but don't forget you can get a hyperlink to everything and maybe even some information i don't know if you have information about pre-ordering her book yet but we'll figure out how to get that to you you can go to kathy crafty k-r-a f is in frank v is in victor e is in edward.com or Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, F-R-I-C-K dot com and get all the information from today's episodes. And don't forget, we'll do another one. We'll sh she'll share what she's learned by being the mother with her hands full. That's the name of her new book. And this is 
This is Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk truth with a Texas twang. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh,